Good morning, everyone. Y'all brave the cold and the snow this morning. So we're going to stand, we're going to worship together and celebrate Jesus. Turn to the person next to you and say hello. All right, you can be seated. Good morning, everyone. Hopefully, uh, y'all are having a great weekend. It's so good to see you guys here. Uh, if you want to go ahead and pull out your phones now, check into Facebook. Uh, it's just one of the ways that, you know, we want to be able to reach out to every single person in our news feed saying, you know what? I am worshiping at Salem Fields Community Church this morning. You should really join me, and hey, maybe they'll show up next service. So go ahead and do that. Uh, but I just wanted to talk about the Christmas schedule uh, for a minute. There are so many things going on here uh, during the Christmas season, and as you can see, everything is right up there on the screen, and I'm going to highlight a couple of those things here in a little bit. Uh, but since we're really focusing on a simple Christmas this year, uh, we really just want to encourage you guys, as you look through that schedule and you got one in the, your program, uh, just really just come to the things that are you feel like are really going to be the most meaningful things to you. So that way you're not making Christmas too complicated in your own life. You're really just coming to the things that, you know what, this is going to have an impact for me and my family and I really want to be a part of it. So as you can see, everything is up there. And like I said, I'll, I'll talk about a couple of those things later. But uh, one of our Christmas things that we did have was last night and it was our Christmas festival. It was an absolute blast. Uh, if you weren't able to make it, check this out.
It was awesome. We want to thank every single volunteer. Uh, if you're a volunteer, will you stand up for this event? We just want to applaud you. Thank you guys so much for really making it great. And thank you to each and every single one of you that also invited a neighbor, a coworker, and a friend. We want to encourage you now to do that exact same thing for our Christmas Eve services. Hopefully you got one of those cards in the program as well. If not, there are plenty of cards out in the lobby. Make sure you invite someone to Christmas Eve. I guarantee you they will say yes. So we want to encourage you guys to do that. But why don't we stand together again? We're going to continue to worship here this morning.
on the throne of our hearts, Lord, and on our lives. God, I just pray that each and every single heart here, God, that you are already preparing them, God, you are already speaking to them, Father. God, to draw them closer to you, to draw them closer to your will. God, for we have gathered here to seek you, God, with everything that we have. And so that's what we want to do this morning, Father, laying aside all distractions, laying aside anything that we're dealing with, Father God, anything that consumes our thoughts, Lord. Just let us focus in on you, Father. Be with buddies. He delivers the message, God. God, I just pray, Father, that we would receive it with glad and thankful hearts, Lord. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated. All right. So we've got a couple other quick announcements to tell you guys about. We're going to be taking our tithes and offerings during this next song. Uh, again, it's just another way that we worship God here at Salem Fields Community Church. And uh, it's a pleasure to be able to worship God in this way through generosity. And so uh, you can give many ways. Cash or check as the buckets come by. You can go out to one of the giving kiosks and give there. Uh, if you are online, just click that little green button in the top right-hand corner. Or as, as always, uh, you can give through the Salem Fields Community Church app. Just give as the Lord leads you and with a cheerful and glad heart. Uh, also, wanted to talk to you guys about, update you on the Thanksgiving offering. Here is our updated total. Uh, so far, we received 40574 outstanding pledges, 23. We're up to 64000 You guys have already been so generous, and you know what? We're still believing that God is not done. So if you haven't been able to participate in that, I want to encourage you to do so. Uh, again, you can continue to give in that all the way up until December 31st. Uh, also, uh, with the year coming up, you know what, maybe you, uh, God's just putting on your heart to do a, a year-end offering. You know, maybe uh, God just wants you to, to just uh, give a gift to the church just to close out the year that is fully uh, tax-deductible. So if God lays that on your heart, we just want to encourage you to maybe prayerfully uh, consider that as well. Uh, we're just amazed by your generosity and what God is doing through it. Uh, and so we're just excited to, to see and know that God's not done uh, yet. Uh, so a couple of other uh, quick announcements. Uh, so we just talked about the Christmas calendar a little bit ago. I just wanted to highlight a couple of different things. Uh, we have the uh, family communion. That's going to be coming up on December 18th. It will be from 6.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, you and your family can just drop by any time during that time frame, and Pastors Buddy and Gay will lead you in that communion. It is such a special time to just be able to do uh, communion with you, uh, your family, and Pastors Buddy and Gay. And so I want to encourage you, uh, definitely mark that down and be a part of that. Also coming up on Friday, we have three things going on. So it's going to be a full day, uh, but a day that is really going to be well worth it. Uh, it's going to start at Livingston. Uh, they are having a uh, winter festival at Livingston Elementary School from 5.30 to 7 p.m. 
uh, this is an opportunity for you to go and serve the kids and the families uh, at Livingston and really make an impact in their lives. So if you want to be a part of that, uh, you can sign up by emailing Livingston at SalemFields.com, uh, or you can go out to the, the Welcome Center, and uh, they'll have more information for you out there, and you can get signed up to volunteer there. Then at 7 p.m., uh, we're going to be having the uh, Women's Night Out event. Uh, actually, it starts at 6.30. But uh, you can come from there. You can come to Women's Night Out. They're going to be having their annual uh, cooking and movie night. Just a great time for you ladies just to come together, celebrate the Christmas season, and just hang out. If uh, you want to bring cookies, that's awesome. Also, uh, again, it's not mandatory, but you can also wear your pajamas and really make it an at-home movie night. Uh, so I want to encourage you guys to do that, uh, but also going on at the same time from 7 to 10 p.m., we'll be having our Christmas prayer event, uh, and so this is actually going to take place. If you go all the way down to the end of the parking lot, there's actually a prayer trail all the way down there, and we're going to have a bonfire going back there, and it's going to just be a really special time, uh, just focused prayer, uh, just really getting our hearts prepared uh, for Christmas and just reflecting on God and all that he is doing. So come and be a part of that. A lot of awesome stuff going on. Uh, we're just thankful that you guys are here. You're celebrating the Christmas season with us. And again, I just want to encourage you, invite those that don't go to church to be a part of it. You know, it's really our heart at Stanley Fields Community Church to reach the lost within our community. And Christmas is one of the most amazing times to be able to do that. So I really want to encourage you, take those Christmas Eve time cards, go out and invite them to that. We're going to continue to worship during this song and with our tithes and offerings.
Well, good morning. morning. Y'all the brave, right? I guess uh, you're the brave ones that came out in the blizzard, the <laughs> heavy snow warning that we, or the storm warning that we had. Hey, I just want to say, you know, it's always appropriate any time to come forward and pray. If you feel God leading you, you just want a nice place to pray, you can always do that. You know, also just want to say thank you to all of the hard work that went into the Christmas festival. What a great day it was here at Salem Fields. You represented us well. He represented the church and Christ well. And it was just a great day. That God just sent us the snow to add to that. I mean, how much better could it be? A carriage ride in the snow at Christmas time. Thank you, God, for that. Yes. Well, Gay's down at Jason's church today, speaking for Jason. He's off this weekend. And so Gay went down and is speaking for him. And so uh, we just uh, appreciate the opportunity that we've had to partner with Jason and, and the Connecting Point Church there in West End, Richmond. And uh, pray for Jason when you think about it as he continues to uh, try to reach people there in that community uh, to know Jesus Christ. Well, you know, a few days uh, before Christmas, uh, there's a story about two men in Florida who decided to take their sailboat out and go sailing rather than go Christmas shopping. Now, I think that's a great decision. And while, while, but while they were out sailing on their sailboat, a terrible terrible storm came up and they had uh, trouble keeping the boat under control and it was rocking back and forth and as they headed back toward land uh, they got stuck on a sandbar. Now I don't know if that's ever happened to you but that happened to me at one time. That's a difficult place to be on a sandbar and uh, stuck on there in a boat. And, and so they, they jumped overboard and they had to push that sailboat, or at least try to push that sailboat, and they were pushing it with all their might, trying to get the boat off the sandbar out into deeper water. And as they were doing this, the wind was blowing like crazy, the waves were pounding against them, and, and they were trying their best to, to get that boat off. They were soaking wet. They were in uh, their knees, uh, up to their knees in mud, and one guy uh, looked at one guy, one of the guys looked at his buddy and says, "Boy, this shore beats Christmas shopping." <laughs> yeah. You know, every Christmas, every year at Christmas, uh, you know, there's always a, a newscast. Uh, the evening news will run segments of crazy uh, shoppers pushing and shoving each other uh, uh, to get their hands on the best deals of the Christmas season. Some people, uh, sadly enough, had been killed when trampled beneath the greedy crowds, all for the sake of gift giving. Watch this routine of gift giving. Well wrapped as well. Yeah. Nice decoration. <laughs> Elastic bands. Elastic bands from Harvey Nichols, Dad. Oh, sorry, I spent it on myself. Gift collection. Yeah, that's 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 what the range is called. Elastic band gift set. Yeah. Right. Two. Two. I got two. <laughs> oh. Oh. I do hope you haven't spent all your precious money on me, naughty boy. <laughs> Paper clips. Yeah. Harvey Nichols. Yeah. Yeah, they're from Harvey Nichols, so, uh, you know. Harvey Nichols? I don't think anyone's ever got you anything from Harvey Nichols. Wow. Before, so. it's, it's toothpicks. Yeah. You love toothpicks. It's a sink plug. You know, because the Christmas season has gotten off track uh, from the simplicity of Christ's birth, uh, we here at Salem Fields, we decided this year to promote a, a story of Christ's birth with an eye toward celebrating a simple Christmas. 
Now you look at our schedule and it doesn't look that simple, but we've got that for you to decide what would make your Christmas more meaningful. We're not putting that out there thinking, well, I've got to go to all that. No, uh, it's kind of for you to decide that. You see, Christmas can be a complicated uh, uh, season to navigate. There's shopping to be done. How many of you are finished? <laughs> wow, y'all are sick people. <laughs> you're, you're already finished. No, I'm just kidding. You're probably blessed. There are cookies and other goodies to be baked. And, and I'll just say this. I like pecan pie, if that person is in here. I just want them to know. Uh, you shouldn't put it on Facebook if you don't want me to comment about it. <laughs> so anyway... Uh, we, uh, we, uh, we get busy, and like seven-year-olds do, we get busy and we uh, run around. There are office parties, there are family gatherings, and then there's the after-family gathering uh, counseling appointments that we have to do. So continuing with what Gay said last, last week, let's keep it simple, sweetie. You know, I think of simple Christmas, and I started thinking back over Gay and I and our time uh, as a couple, and I, I remember back uh, the year that Jody was born, she was born in October, and uh, uh, times were lean for us during those days, and um, we, had, uh, we, had, we were living in a house trailer in Linville, Virginia, was just as over the hill from Kieseltown, and we had, uh, there we didn't have much going on. I mean, we, I was working, Gay was now a stay-at-home mom, and she was the major breadwinner before that, and she quit her job. She was the sporting goods manager at Kmart, and she quit, and I was just a parts guy at a parts place, a Kmart truck place, and I was making minimum wage, which back then wasn't much, and so it was uh, a pretty simple Christmas for us. We went out in the field, and we cut down a cedar tree, and uh, we drug that old cedar. Everybody know what a cedar tree is? It smells like cat pee when you put it in the house. Uh, it's, not that, uh, it's not that good smell you think, think about. And uh, we stuck it in a bucket. And uh, we put gravel in the bucket uh, because we didn't have a Christmas tree stand. And lo and behold, we woke up one morning and the Christmas tree was on the ground. I mean, on the floor. And so we just tied it up with some fishing wire, some fishing string. And it, was, uh, it lasted all through the Christmas season. We didn't give many gifts that year. Our parents uh, gave gifts. But, you know, uh, it was a, a simple Christmas. It, wa it wasn't a whole lot of shopping to be done. There wasn't a whole lot of gift wrapping to be done. Uh, but it was a very meaningful Christmas. Jody was just a couple months old, and, uh, and, and we just were able to enjoy the simplicity of the season. Now, we had to do that out of the necessity of life. But I, as I looked back this week trying to think about the most simple Christmas we ever had, that was the most simple Christmas, but it was probably my most meaningful Christmas uh, in, uh, in my married life. And so, so what, what, if is, what is it that you can do maybe differently this year than you do every year to make uh, Christmas simpler for you and your family? I, I would just really encourage us to think on that. I read a, a quote this week uh, from a pastor that said, anyone who thinks Christmas doesn't last all year uh, doesn't have a MasterCard. Uh, which goes along with Gay's message last week on keeping your spending simple. And I thought she put out a great challenge how uh, of some simple things we could do, and she told us to pick two or three of those things that you could do that would make your spending simpler this Christmas. Anybody take a look at that list? Anybody at all? Yeah, there you go, Rich. So people do look at that card you made. And hopefully you'll put a couple of those into practice. A guy was leaving last week and he said to me, maybe you should give the card to your wife and tell them to tell you uh, what you could do to make Christmas simpler or to your spouse. Today I want to talk to you about the kind of giving that could help us have a simpler Christmas. One of the most important things that I'm going to say to you today, uh, and probably I could say that and maybe that'd be enough for you, but God is a giver, not a taker. God is a giver, not a taker. God, God gives to us, he doesn't take from us. I want to start with a scripture that all of us know and love that is so simple, but it's really the scripture behind the story of Christmas. It, 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 it's a simple verse, but it's the secret to what made uh, that first Christmas the kind of Christmas it was and, and probably the most uh, simple Christ, uh, Christ, um, Christmas in the history of mankind. 
These are the words that would launch a simple Christmas. And we all know it, so let's all read it together, or maybe you know it by heart. You ready? Here we go. For God so loved the world, are you reading it? For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Simple, uh, simple verse from the Bible. Many of you that have been in church all your life probably have memorized that, and it's become a simple verse. But, but it, it, it's what it's what Christmas. It's what it's why Jesus came to be born in a simple manger. You see, here's why that verse is so key, uh, so key, so key, and it's also what made that first Christmas simple to God, and it was because of of what God got to do. You see, God so loved the world that he did what? He gave. God so loved the world that he gave. Uh, giving is what God did at Christmas. You know, because he loved you and because he loved me, he simply gave. Love always gives. Giving is how love expresses itself. Giving is the heart of love, and therefore giving is at the heart of God. Next week, we're going to talk, about, uh, talk more about a simple love, but today we're going to talk about simple giving. Giving is what God is into. Remember, God is not a taker, God is a giver, and that is the good news of Christmas, that God is a giver, that he's not a taker. I read this week that in the ancient world, there were myths about the gods. And the myth was that uh, uh, the gods who created human beings, these gods created human beings to be their slaves because the gods were takers. And, and so they would, and so they would uh, uh, have these slaves that would uh, give to them because they were takers. And then came the story about the people of Israel in, in the book of Genesis of a god who is a generous God. He, he, is so, he is so generous that he created a beautiful world. He created a beautiful garden, and he gave it to Adam and Eve to steward. He gave it to Adam and Eve to enjoy. And, and matter of fact, he said to Adam and Eve, take this, I am a God, I am a giver, I am not a taker, and enjoy it. God so loved the world. You see, God has been giving from the beginning from the beginning of time. But much like Adam and Eve, who made a mess of God's one simple command, God had one simple command. Do this, enjoy this, do anything you want to do, but leave this alone. And Adam and Eve made a mess out of that command, and we have made a mess out of the simplicity of the first Christmas in a manger. We've made a mess out of Christmas in America. John MacArthur said, Christmas has really become a hopeless muddle of confusion. The humility and the poverty of the stable are somehow confused with the wealth and indulgence of selfishness and selfishness of gift giving. He said the quietness of Bethlehem is mingled with the din of shopping malls and freeway traffic. The soberness of the incarnation is somehow mixed with the drunkenness of this season. And he closes with saying, blinking colored lights have some, somehow have some connection to the star of Bethlehem. But you know, none of that changes the fact that God is a giver. No matter what we've made out of Christmas, no matter what Christmas is all about, no matter, no matter how society or culture celebrates Christmas, it does not take away from the fact that God is a giver, that he's not a taker. James says this, he says, don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. No matter what the culture says to us, no matter what our culture dictates, no matter what you and I make out of Christmas, God does not change. He's not like shifting shadows. Which gifts come from God? Well, in that scripture, what gifts come from God? 
Every gift, everything that we have is from God. And James says, don't be deceived. Don't be deceived to think that because you work hard or because you got this or you have privilege or whatever in your life that somehow you've earned this. And I'm saying to you that every good and perfect gift that we have, the Bible says, don't be deceived. It comes from the Heavenly Father. It comes from God. And he's saying to us, don't be deceived. Everything we have is a gift from God. And because they are from God, they are good and they are perfect. Not only does God give, a, uh, give every, I don't know why I want to say this, but I just feel like I need to follow up. You might say, well, buddy, that's wrong. I work hard for my money. And I want to say to you that God gave you the talents and the skills and the gifts that you have to earn that money. Everything, everything we have comes from God who does not change like shifting shadows. You see, not only does God give every gift, but he gives lavishly, continuously, nonstop, every day of our lives. He lays them on us. In fact, Lamentations 3 says his mercies are new every morning. His mercies are new every morning, which to me means that every morning God gives us another sunrise. That every morning God gives us another ocean wave or another flower or some mornings he tops it with a beautiful snow. It couldn't be more beautiful than it is this morning. I looked out our window this morning as the sun was coming up in daylight and there was snow on the roses that were left on our bushes. And I thought, what a gift. What a gift that God has given us. His mercies are new every day. Every morning God gives us food for our bodies. He gives every morning he gives us air to breathe. Every morning he gives us strength for another day. Every morning he gives us friends to rely on. Every morning God gives us another day when we're on this side of the green grass to enjoy our loved ones. Every morning we have new thoughts that God gives us, new thoughts to ponder. God gives us a new purpose for every day. And most importantly, every morning God shows us his grace and mercy. His grace and mercy and forgiveness are given to all of us. They're freely given. You see, all the time, all the time God is giving, all the time, every day, every new day, God is giving and giving and giving, which takes us back to the manger, to that first Christmas when God gave his best gift of all. He gave the simplest gift ever, a baby. But not only was it a baby, it was the gift of himself. God gave us himself. No fancy wrapping paper. No bows, no pretty bows or stress-filled days or overextended credit cards. God gave the simple gift of himself. You heard me right. God came down. God himself came down from his royal throne, from his place in heaven to be born in a simple manger with a host of angels singing to the simplest of people, shepherds in a field, along with a few simple barn animals. The Bible says from the message, the word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. And then he goes on to say, Jesus said, I, I and the Father are one. God came into our lives to proclaim this simple message that says, whosoever believes in me shall not perish but have eternal life. Whosoever believes in me. It's so simple we almost overlook it. We almost think there's something else I must have to do to earn this gift. But a gift is a gift. And if there's a gift that someone gives you, it's not a gift unless you receive it. It's not a gift unless you open it and receive it. And God gave us the simplest gift of all times. Simply believe. Simply believe and you receive the most precious gift of all. A Savior a savior to the people who needed it most, sinners, the person sitting beside of you. Yeah, that person sitting beside of you and the person beside of them. You see, you and me, we needed a simple gift. We needed a baby. We needed a savior. Why? Because God is a giver and God is not a taker and it's God's will that none should perish but that all should come to know Christ. You see, God understand, understood as well that it's more blessed to give than to receive. 
It's more blessed to give than it is received. The simple truth of the Christmas story is that God gave the gift of himself and he was a living example of the most profound yet the simplest of all of his teachings when he said it is more blessed to give than to receive. That's, he didn't say it's not good to receive. He's just saying it's more blessed. You're more blessed when you give than when you are to receive, but we need to receive as well. You see, the key word here is blessed. Jesus doesn't just say it's better to give. He doesn't just say you're supposed to give. God doesn't just say he wants you to give. He doesn't just say it's morally superior to give. He says it is more blessed. To be more blessed means to be enriched. It means to be enhanced. It means to be given more life. Jesus is saying a better way to live is to be a giver and not a taker. You see, so knowing that Jesus is a giver of what appears on the surface to be a simple gift, I want to challenge you and I this Christmas to pursue an alternate to, to our see more, want more, buy more, have more, shop more, wrap more, bake more, entertain more, get disappointed more, rushed more, stressed more, frenzied, uh, frenzied more, insanity that our world calls Christmas. It is an insanity. And God came as a simple gift to us in a simple setting you see, this Christmas, let's reflect on and follow the example of our awesome God who so loved the world that he gave himself through his son for you and me. This Christmas, let's give it our best shot. I'm just trying to challenge us. I, you know, sometimes I, 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 you know, I looked at that card game and it was a challenge to us and, and I want you to receive a challenge, just, just to receive this challenge. This Christmas, let's give it our best shot to live out the example Jesus showed us, that it's more blessed, uh, it, that it's more blessed, it's better, it's more life-giving to give than to receive. You see, to help us, I, I want to share some thoughts on how you and I can give the simple gift of ourselves, our lives to others this Christmas. But first watch this example of giving of oneself. You gonna do it? I'll get over that one. I've watched it a hundred times. The friend at the beginning, the sound wasn't on, was daring. He said, are you going to really do it? Are you going to really do it? And so I'm thinking he's going to do something mischievous. You know, because that's what boys do. So if you got a boy, you know, that's what you do. <laughs> Joe, you're still doing it. I know that. But, and then that's what the result was. You see in his book, Growing Strong, Chuck Swindoll gives us a list of gifts. It's not a Christmas book at all. At all but he gives us, he gives gifts you can give of yourself to others. They're beyond monetary value. And staying with the context of a message, I would call them the simple gifts of yourself that you can give others this Christmas. And, and I'll just go through them. First, you can mend a quarrel. Maybe there's someone you're just in a terrible disagreement with. Maybe you, this Christmas, could give the gift of yourself and make sure that you mend it, that you get it over with, that you take care of it. Or, or, or maybe, that maybe you could dismiss a suspicion. Maybe there's a suspicion that you have that's going on of, of others or someone else and just dismiss it this Christmas. Or maybe tell someone, I love you. Maybe there's someone in your life. Maybe there's someone you just need to tell. Maybe there's someone here today that just needs someone to say, I love you. It's a simple gift. It's a simple gift. 
You can give something away anonymously. Or you can forgive someone who has treated you wrong. You could turn away wrath with a soft answer. Or maybe you could visit someone in a nursing home. Or how about this biggie? Apologize if you were wrong. What a gift. We can be especially kind to someone with whom we work. Next uh, uh, is a list of some things that, that I thought I'd add to that simple giving list. And this is just some things. You could probably add to them, probably better gifts than I'm talking about. But could you give your spouse some breathing room this Christmas? You know, some breathing room to enjoy something they enjoy. Or maybe you could give them some breathing room by not being so demanding of them. Just give them some breathing room. Step back. What a gift. Invite a friend to one of our four Christmas Eve services. It's going to be simple. It's a simple service. Another simple gift of yourself that you can give this Christmas is this. What's up, church? I'm Tim Tebow, and thank you so much for being part of A Night to Shine. This will be our fourth year doing Night to Shine, and when we started, we wanted to have a prom and celebrate people with special needs, but it became so much more than that. Now it's a movement to celebrate life, to celebrate love, to celebrate God's love for every single one of us. This year, there's going to be over 500 churches involved, over 175,000 volunteers, most importantly, over 90,000 kings and queens will be honored, will be celebrated, it will be loved. They're gonna walk down red carpets, they're gonna dance the night away, and it's because of you. It's because you're willing to say yes. We wanna be part of it, we wanna help. I also wanna read one of the quotes from last year's Night to Shine. You could feel the Holy Spirit all night. So much love and unity. No one cared what church you went to, what denomination you were part of. We were there to honor Jesus and celebrate our guests. Guys, that's what it's all about. We're going to love Jesus, we're going to celebrate people, and we're going to change a lot of lives together. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. God bless you guys. You can stop by. Kim's out there, Kim Huffman. She's leading the charge on that, and she can, you can talk to her about uh, how you can get involved. And it's simple. It's one night, February 9th, and we need your help. But more than that, it's a simple gift. And you can visit our treasure tree. This is our treasure house tree in the lobby. It's out close to the manger scene out there. And it, you can pick up an ornament. And on the ornament, it has simple things on it, such as laundry and dish soap and hygiene items and school supplies, food and other items that you can bring them unwrapped back to here, to the church. You see, Treasure House is a part of the Spotsylvania County school system. It helps students and their families struggling with homelessness, homelessness. Over 300 students in Spotsylvania schools are homeless. And you can read more about it out to the tree, but it's a simple gift. It doesn't cost much. It's a simple gift. <clears throat> but I encourage you this Christmas to give as God gave to you and I in Christ. The simple gift of yourself. The simple gift of yourself. Without obligation or without announcement, or reservation, or hypocrisy. Simply giving is, sim is simply sharing real hope. Real hope with anyone, everywhere. Apart from what you get, apart from the emotions you might experience, apart from the songs you might sing, or the sights you might see, it will be the simplest Christmas ever. And it might just be your best Christmas ever. It's more blessed to give. Be a giver this Christmas, not a taker. It, it seems that Christmas has become more about takers than givers. Uh, Gay and I were out to eat the other night, and, uh, and, and, and out on the table it says, buy someone a gift card and get one. I thought, that's what Christmas has turned into. I mean, just about everywhere you go, buy a gift card, buy this, you get this. And, and that's what that first video was all about, was they bought them uh, paper clips so that they could buy a pretty dress or new shoes or whatever. And that's what, our, that's what our culture has turned Christmas in. Buy a gift card, get one for yourself. Here's a video that illustrates what a taker mentality leads to. It's that story that's been around forever, and I've used it in the past, but I thought I would close with it today. It's a story about how to catch a monkey. There's a well-known trap used by hunters 
to catch monkeys. What they do is they take a coconut, they cut a hole inside the coconut, empty it out, they make the hole just big enough so that the open hand of the monkey can fit in the hole, but the fist cannot. They put some kind of bait, like fruit, inside the coconut to lure the monkey in. They tie the coconut to a tree and then they wait. What they found is that monkeys are greedy. The monkey sticks his little hand inside the coconut to try to pull the fruit out, but can't get it out. And when the hunter approaches, they try even harder to try to pull the fruit out, but they can't do it. And then the monkey gets captured. All that monkey had to do was open his hand, let go of the fruit, and it would have been free. But his greed blinds him. His attachment to the prize is so strong that he sacrifices his life for it. Tch, silly monkeys, right? Maybe not. Silly monkeys? Are they the only silly ones? Takers don't know how to let go either. You see, just drive around our community. We have a lot of monkey coconuts. Walk around the block, drive around the neighborhoods. There's a lot of monkey coconuts around here. A lot of big houses. A lot of stuff in the driveway. A lot of crazy lifestyle. A lot of monkey coconuts that we somehow hold on to, we somehow hold on to and we won't let go of. Might not be a fruit, might be a cell phone. Got to have that new X, whatever. <laughs> How you make Christmas simpler this year? Get your hand out of the monkey coconut and ask God to give you a heart like his so that you can do what he did. So love the world that you too would take time this Christmas to give the gift of yourself. I know that is my prayer for me. And I hope it will be your prayer this Christmas. That's the blessed life. That's the simple Christmas. Let's pray this prayer together, if we could. Just pray it. Jesus, ready? Jesus, I know God so loved the world that he gave himself. What can I give? What do you want me to do? Where would you lead me? Remind me to keep my giving simple this Christmas. Father, we thank you for your presence here. We thank you for your love and for your grace. In Jesus' name, let's stand and worship if we could.
this morning that we have a Savior. Our Father has come down, our Heavenly Father. And you have become flesh and blood and you've moved into our neighborhoods and into our lives, Father. And Lord, as we close out our time together today, Lord, I just pray, Lord, that we will just accept the challenge this morning, Lord, to move away from the culture's way of celebrating Christmas and God be celebrate Christmas in the simplest, purest way, and that is to worship our Savior. Maybe you're here today with all of our heads bowed, and maybe you're here today and you've never experienced the love of Jesus Christ. You've never experienced forgiveness of your sins, and you've never known that for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have her, had everlasting life. Maybe you're here today and you thought God's been a taker. That God's been some kind of judge or some kind of traffic cop. Or, but God's a giver. He's not a taker. God loves us. He didn't come to judge us or condemn us. He came to save us. Praise God. And maybe you're here today. And maybe for the very first time, you've really heard the true message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. If that's you this morning, will you pray this simple prayer with me? Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. I receive you as my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. It's pretty simple. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believes in him, whosoever, whosoever. If you prayed that prayer with me this morning and, and you want to acknowledge Jesus Christ today that you believe in him and you want to make a public statement to that fact today, it'll help you, not me. Would you just simply with all of our heads bowed and all of our eyes closed, if you received Christ today, would you slip up your hand? Anybody like that today? Could I get some light? Thank you. Yes, I see your hand. Praise God. Anyone else that would slip up your hand and say, yes, I received Jesus today? If you received him today, I would encourage you to slip out to the service today and go out to the little table out there. There's a pastor right in the middle of the foyer that wants to share with you and give you a little gift. Father, thank you for that. Thank you for that one or two, Lord, that maybe raised their hand this morning, Lord. I pray your Holy Spirit, God, would just assure them today that you have saved them. They will not perish, but will have everlasting life. Maybe you're here today and you'd say, buddy, you know what? I got, I got Christmas all messed up. You know, maybe your hand's stuck in the coconut. You know, maybe there's things in there that, that you just won't let go of. But you know that's robbing you. It's keeping you in slavery. Will you let go today? Because there's a hunter that's out to get you. His name is Satan. As long as you keep your hand holding on to that. You'll never enjoy God's freedom. Truly what he died for. Maybe you're here today and you say, buddy, will you pray for me in closing? Any closing prayer? That I want to let go and I just want to be all that God wants me to be. I want to live simple. With all of our heads bowed and all of our eyes closed. Anybody say, hey, buddy, will you pray for me? Just slip up your hand. Anybody like that at all? Yeah, I see your hands. God bless you. I know my hand's up because I want to let go of what the world says. Father, thank you, Jesus, for those who have honestly, this morning, expressed their need to let go. They're trapped in the coconut. Father, help us today to let go and put our trust in you. Help us to have the most wonderful, simple Christmas of our entire lives. We praise you and thank you in Jesus' name, amen. Amen, God bless you.
Stop out and see Kim at the table. If you receive Christ today, stop out at the table and see Mark. Have a great day. Jesus.